Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey guys, welcome back to another breakdown. Today we're going to go over the Bad Batch episode 5. And I'm going to get to all my points, my theories, and my thoughts about the episode at the very end. So for now, let's get right into the breakdown and what really happened. Now this episode was very much like a Jedi Fallen Order mission, kind of meets Indiana Jones. The music was really, really nice in this episode, especially compared to the other episodes, which is saying a lot. So after Omega and Wrecker find some scrap in a junkyard, they take it to Sid's place where Fee looks at it. Now Fee, if you don't remember, is Sid's friend who told them about Dooku's treasure at his palace on Sereno in the first episode. She deduces that this is a compass with inscriptions and info about treasure. She says it's in the Kaldar Trinary system, which doesn't compute for Echo. The Bad Batch go together with Fee, who leads them to a treasure hunt. She leads them to the planet and they have to head to the mountain with the help of the compass. As they get inside the side of the mountain by moving some boulders with the help of Wrecker's strength, she says they're standing in the entranceway to Skaranal, which is over a thousand years old. It traces back to the ancients older than the Jedi. So I have a lot of theories about what exactly is going on here and who built this place, and I'll get to that later in this video. They head to the heart of the mountain to liberate it, and we get some video game Fallen Order style of puzzle where they line up the wall with the markings of the pillars using the compass's light filter. A lot of the movable stone pieces in this episode seem to be very, very inspired by the fifth element's stones. If you look at the patterns and the waves, they're identical. The heart of the mountain is said to be an ancient crystal, which is the key to an ancient power. Many in the chat thought of a kyber crystal, but we need to remember that this is before the Jedi. So unless kybers had another use equally as valuable, it's most likely something else, which it is. They make their way through the booby-trapped mountain, kind of like a Goonies episode sort of thing. They get separated and Omega puts the compass into the wall, opening a new path for them. Echo, Tech, and Wrecker make their way on their own through the tunnels as they all eventually band back together. They're all reconnected and they come to a large door. 
They open it and they make their way through and to the crystal, which is a rock that looks just like it's from Fifth Element as they take it. This is when things start to really get interesting. The ground shakes and the lights turn on. These lights are identical to the ones on Zepho in Jedi Fallen Order. Now, Zepho is a planet that we saw in the game from the very beginning, with ancient ruins and tombs dotting the landscape. It's home to the Zepho species. This is a species of sentient beings with elongated heads and long, thin limbs. They were known for their architectural and engineering skills and were responsible for building the tombs and ruins found on the planet. The Zepho civilization was ancient and had collapsed long before the events of the game, leaving behind only their ruins and artifacts. The planet also had a strong connection to the Force, which drew the attention of the Jedi Order. The Jedi sent a team of researchers to study the planet and its ancient ruins, but they were all killed by the local wildlife. Which, if you haven't played the game, trust me, they definitely didn't have an easy time. The giant mech beast is activated after so many years and it's walking around with its four legs as it spits plasma on the land. Now, could this very well be the Zephonians who made this massive beast? Could it be the Rakadans? More on those guys later. They decide to put the treasure back where they found it, which was the key. Now, this whole time there was this recurring small little Zillow beast type of creature which keeps trying to eat them. It's impervious to blaster fire, which of course reminds me a lot of the Zillow, but of course it's not. This mech beast is about to blow up their ship as the crew puts the key back into the slot, melting it where the mech beast ends up imploding and falling over. They walk back to the ship and they get out of there. End of the episode. So my question is, will the Empire learn about this machine? Will they replicate it with some weaponry? Will they sense it via their electromagnetic sensors, perhaps? Much like Hunter did before the machine even turned on, as it was almost powering up. He could sense it before anyone else, and this is one of his powers, kind of like a spidey sense. So overall, the episode was okay. It had a fun adventure feel to it. But other than that, nothing much really happened to the overall plot of the Bad Batch. I was hoping for more exploration of the Mech Beast, as it's literally an ancient weapon that predates the Jedi, which has now been activated and then destroyed. So did this maybe activate some sort of beacon somewhere? Did maybe an old Zephonian, if that's who made this, get access to this? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Or Awaken somewhere. Maybe they were in their slumber. I would have to say that's probably my main question is who built this thing? If it was the Rakadans, then why would they build this or why would they keep it in hiding? Or perhaps did a mountain just kind of shift over it? Now the Rakadans were an ancient, powerful, and technologically very advanced species that fought against the first force users, the Jedi. The Rakadans are an alien species that appear in legends. And they were one of the first to discover and harness the power of the Force. They were known for their infinite empire, which was a powerful civilization that existed around 30,000 years before Episode 4, A New Hope, or in other words, 30,000 years before the Battle of Yavin. And they really controlled a lot of the galaxy. The Rakadans were very skilled in the Force, and they were able to create advanced technologies such as the Star Forge. 
If you ever played Knights of the Old Republic, they also built the hyperspace gateways that allowed them to travel through the galaxy quickly and easily. They were pioneers of their time. So could this be the Zepho people from Fallen Order? Could it be the Rakadans? Or some entirely new species that we don't know about? Either way, I found that to be probably the most interesting part of the episode. Of course, not everything in the Bad Batch has to be a main mission or something that's really detrimental to the overall story or the characters, but I do believe these adventure missions sometimes get a little stale. However, with this one, the fact that there's a lot to dive into and explore, which I'm hoping they eventually do someday, about these pre-Jedi technologically advanced beings which could show up maybe in Jedi Survivor or some other show or something like that. Maybe Thrawn will speak of them and we'll be able to tie two and two together and perhaps learn more about the species. We do know in Andor that the Rakatan species was actually mentioned when Luthen gave Andor that crystal. So perhaps this is another nod to the Rakatan Empire. All in all, this episode could definitely be skipped, but for those who enjoyed it, I'm glad you did. I had fun hanging out with the community during the live stream, and I hope you guys did too. Thanks for watching today's breakdown. Please leave a like on your way out. Follow me on Instagram at Star Wars Theory and find me on Spotify at Star Wars Theory. Until the next episode, remember, the Force will be with you. Always. Always.